Blog Talk Radio. This is the Naked Talk with Alex Okoji. It's all about straight talk with some of the biggest global icons, leaders, entertainers, motivational speakers, authors, life coaches, relationship experts, social advocates, and extraordinary friends as they strip themselves their experiences, and share their unfiltered thoughts about life issues. I believe in stripping the lies and empowering the mind through the freedom of expression. I'm unapologetic about being open, so I motivate my guests to tell it like it is, and help my listeners build a presence of mind while finding their voice. So it's all about the best in authentic conversations, with real people about real life experiences. So let's keep it unfiltered, unscripted, uncensored, and uncut. You're welcome to today's episode. with Alex Okoroji, and yes, my name is Alex Okoroji, and I am broadcasting live all the way from Lagos, Nigeria, in the heart of Africa. Yay! So yes, people, thank you so much. I'm back, and I feel um, I feel more like myself, actually, almost 100, better than I did feel last week on Friday Radio Special. You know, I was totally under the weather, and I was hoping that I would be back to my very chirpy self, you know, by today. So I'm very excited to be back here, guys. And yes, this is the hub for real, authentic conversations to empower our listeners. And we do not apologize for what we're thinking, how we're feeling. You know, we're open to sharing our thoughts, you know, because uh, expression is a sign of strength, not weakness. So we do not apologize for any of the things that we're feeling. So guys, how you know, how was your weekend? How did it go? Did you have a great start? You know, what's been happening? Well, just before we get into, you know, today's um you know, into today's conversation, um, I was just you know, I was just gonna ask, you know, are we women, you know, frustrated with today's men? 
who will make decisions and are oblivious to the problems that need their attention. Now, do men feel like women have lost respect for them? Now, what can men what can men do, you know, to change and regain the love and respect they crave? And what can we women do to change the situation and motivate men to pull their own weight? Well, today on The Naked Talk, we're definitely going to chat about all of this and so much more on the show. But just before we, you know, get into today's conversation, first of all, I'd like to say, you know, last week on um, on The Naked Talk, on Talk Wednesday, we had such an amazing guest, um, award-winning filmmaker, actress, singer-songwriter, um, Ashinian Mishiraka, and she was here on the show. We had such an engaging conversation about um, her career, you know, her journey to self, as well as, you know, how she's been navigating motherhood and, um, you know, the challenges of the entertainment industry, and it was a really enlightening conversation. And, of course, on Friday Radio Special, you know, I had my very special guest live all the way from Los Angeles in California, Dr. John Margrell. And it was interesting, you know, to talk about the synthesis process. I mean, he did share, um, you know, a lot of information about the synthesis process and talked about his book, The Synthesis Effect, and just how, you know, he's been using um, – a lot of the information in that book to sort of help people um, transform their lives and get back the get back their power. So it was a really engaging conversation. Even though I was a little under the weather on Friday, we still managed to have a good conversation, and it was nice, you know, to just learn so much more about uh, this. And so, yes, if you missed any of those conversations or any conversation at all on the Naked Talk. Don't forget that you can catch all our archive shows. They're available 24-7 here on the radio channel, Block Talk Radio. Of course, you can listen to our podcast um, on any of our syndicated radio networks on Stitcher, iTunes, and TuneIn. Just search for the Naked Talk, and you can listen to all of our shows. And don't forget to, oh, yes, share, comment, leave a review. Let us know what you're thinking. And send send us feedback, you know, uh, and, you know, just talking about feedback, I need to say thank you so much to all you amazing talk box. Um, I got all your messages. You, you sent so many contributions, thoughts, ideas, and a lot of love. <laughs> thank you so much for the love. Um, you all made me feel so much better. You know, I got, so, I got well, like, totally instantly just reading all your messages. And I try to reply as much as I can. I can't reply every message, but I just wanted you to know that I get them. I appreciate them, and I love you, and I can't wait to just keep them coming, okay? You never know, you know, you never really know who I'm, you know, going to be replying. So it's uh, it's been an amazing start of the week, and I can't wait to, you know, just get into a great conversation with my guest on the show for today. Now, don't forget, um, if you'd like to sponsor an episode of The Naked Talk, well, you can send your email. Just send us an email to thenakedtalk at gmail.com. And, um, of course, we'll get to talk about it. Or if you want to become a VIP patron, well, support support our podcast, support our show, support the radio show. You can support us uh, on Patreon. But just go to my official website at www.alexokorji.me and click on Patreon and find out what it takes for you to become a VIP and end some great rewards. We'll definitely love to hear from you. Now, um, well, today's episode of The Naked Talk was brought to you by, oh, God, our friends at 
Hevolution magazine. Well, Hevolution is all about bringing to you the hair side of life and giving your hair a voice. And you can find them at www.hevolutionmagazine.com. And, of course, our friends at uh, QTB Events. Uh, QTB Events is all about the best class quality entertainment events production. And you can find them at www.qtbevents. And, of course, we can't forget our very great, amazing uh, people at Zinchi Naturals. And Zinchi Naturals is all about the finest quality handmade beauty products made from the finest natural fruits and organic oils right here in Africa. And uh, I have to give a quick shout-out to Osia um, Sagi, Max Aksameya, and the Reporters, Inc. for all the amazing work they're doing telling the stories of those who have been wrongly convicted Especially with their, you know, their upcoming documentary, The Innocent Convict. Uh, just want to say, great job, guys! You guys are doing amazing stuff, and yes, we're giving you our support, and we're here shouting out to all the amazing things you're doing. There's so many people paying for crimes they haven't committed, and it's important that we continue to raise our voices for those who are innocent. So. Uh, Today, you know, I don't want to drag this any further because I have my guest is already uh, here. You know, he's been here waiting. Um, you know, just just getting into today's uh, uh, show. Well, well, just uh, for for a lot of people, my guest understands why women today complain about the lack of quality men. Now, my guest has also been featured. Um, and has been interviewed on more than 180 radio and TV shows in the U.S., Canada, U.K., and the Singapore. And, of course, his book, Being the Strong Man a Woman Wants, Timeless Wisdom on Being a Man, is improving relationships around the world. It's also being translated into 24 languages by publishers in Europe, Asia, and Latin America. And, of course, an edition of that book was also published right here in Nigeria by Mindex Publishing Company. Now, the book is very popular in Nigeria and um, is also in its second printing. Well, guys, I'm very, very excited and happy to, you know, have my guest live all the way from Toronto in Canada. Um, he's also um, an international best-selling author, an author of seven books already, and an amazing speaker. Well, it's nice to have my very special guest, Elliot Kaz, live all the way from Canada. Hi, Elliot. Hi. Are you there? Hi, Alex. Great, great to be here today. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for accepting to be on the show. Um, it's nice to have you, and yes, you're welcome to the Naked Talk with Alex Gersey. Now, um, Elliot, I know that you're all the way in Canada. Uh, well, what is, what, is, what is the weather like in Canada right now or where you are? Well, well, it's February, and it should be cold and snowy, but it's actually very warm, and we haven't had wow. much winter here. So I, I like winter, and I kind of miss it. <laughs> it's very hot here in Nigeria, too. It was a little cold um, a few days ago, but, um, you know, it's it's pretty warm, too, as well. So I guess we're probably in the same, but we never see winter, though. But um, it's hotter than usual at this, you know, at this time of the month. But um, just before we get into our conversation, Elliot, and I've, I've been waiting to just you know get into this uh, today's uh, show. Um, you do have a message though from someone, a friend of yours, is you know is sending her warmest regards to you. Um, she said you were an amazing guest on her show once upon a time, and so. Um, 
Frankie Picasso from the Good Radio Network was just, you know, just told me to say hi, to say hi to you. So oh, I nice. figured I had to do. <laughs> I had to do. Thank that you very much, Frankie. That's. Uh, I remember being on her show. That was, it was great. It was great. Great show that you had. Yes. Yes, you did say so, and I can't wait because Frankie is probably going to be a guest on the show sometime in May. But, um, you know, that's, it's all about you today and our listeners and all of the amazing information that, you know, you have to um, share with us. Now, um, today we're talking about being the strong man a woman wants. And, you know, coming, being myself as a woman, I know that I definitely want a strong man in my life, right? And, uh, but, you're you're an ex, you're an expert. You know you have this amazing book that's done so well and has improved so many relationships. Why do you why do you think that women want strong men? Because they want to feel protected by a man. They want a man. They feel they, that to be the rock that they can lean on and rely on. And and all the mm-hmm. ideas say where you know men think you know you know men and women are the same. They're, men and women are not the same. Mm-hmm. A woman really wants a man strong that she can rely on and she feels protected by. Okay. And, um, well, I mean, from what you say, women do want men that they can rely on, and that's true. Now, but what would you say are the traits of a strong man? I mean, how can a, a woman, for example, or maybe, you know, how can a woman identify who is strong man? Or how can a man tell, you know, what the traits of a strong man really is? How can anyone know, really? Okay, so a woman recognizes the traits of a, a strong man because that's what she wants. What what is what is a strong man? A man who shows leadership, a man who makes decisions, a man mm-hmm. who takes responsibility for what's going on in the relationship mm-hmm. or in the home if they're married. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, a lot of men today, and I I I know lots of men and you know professional smart guys, they'll say things like the woman runs the home. I let her make all the decisions. And they think mm-hmm. they're being nice, non-controlling guys, and but to the woman, she feels he's shirking his responsibility to be the man of the home. And, and often you hear women say that she feels that her husband is just another one of the children, that he makes no decisions, shows no leadership, and takes <laughs> no responsibility. It's uh, it's a great gap, but that men have this idea that, well, I don't want to be controlling, so I'll let her do everything. And, and to the woman, that, nobody wants a controlling tyrant, but that's, not what leadership is. It's about knowing what's going on, seeing what needs to be done, stepping forward when there's a problem. You know, no one wants a man that whenever there's a problem, the man turns to her, what should we do? You know, just tell me what to do, I'll do it. No, she wants a man that steps forward and takes charge. <laughs> I could not count the number of single women who tell me, and I, single women tell me this all the time. You know, a man asks him out on a date. Oh, yeah, that's okay. Let's go out Saturday night. Okay, well, where do you want to go? What time should I pick you up? He, he then turns around like, he has made no plans. He, it's a big turnoff. I've had women tell me that if a man does that, well, it's a big strike against them. They, women tell me they want a man with a plan. It shows, you know, he's made the effort mm-hmm. to think about what that mm-hmm. both of them will, would enjoy doing. And, 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 and that, you know, it makes her feel special. A woman wants to feel special. She wants to feel he's made the effort to plan a date, and that makes her feel special. And she wants to feel special. She doesn't want a guy who just, like, has no plan. It just shows. I mean, even even go out for a place to go for a cup of coffee. Like they'll say, "Oh, where do you want to go?" And then when they get to a place, they'll say, "Well, oh, where do you want to sit?" They can't even choose a table. Where to sit? They want her to make all the decisions because that way they can't be blamed if it goes wrong. And they think they're showing they're nice, non-controlling guys. 
when they're showing, like, well, if you can't even choose a place to go for a cup of coffee, how will you handle a family? You know, there's family, there's challenges, there's, you know, that, so it's show leadership, make decisions, take responsibility. Is what I'm saying saying to you uh, something you can relate to about men? Um, Well, 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 yes. You know, it, it's funny because um, I can totally relate to what you're saying in several ways. I've been in relationships with, you know, relationships with, you know, different people. And maybe I can think of two, three relationships where I felt like we had flipped the script and I was playing the man, not because I wanted to, right, but it just felt like I was a stronger one, even though if we thought about it, probably not. But it just seemed like I was thinking for the both of us. Right. And I, you know, like I, I didn't have to. Like I just felt like at some point it became burdensome because it was more like, okay, uh, can't you solve this issue or what do you think and, like, what do you think? So, again, I guess what you're saying. And having had, you know, a failed marriage, um, Thinking about it, obviously, we don't want, no, personally, I don't want a man who's, who's going to bully me or who's going to be a tyrant, just like you said. But at the same time, you want a man to pull his own weight and take his own place and earn his own place. And you want to learn, you know, you, you want him to, like you said, probably uh, um, take leadership or show leadership, you know, in that relationship. Um so, yes, I can relate to that. But I was going to ask you this, you know, just thinking about this, because sometimes, I mean, it, it could seem like, um, do you feel like a lot of these men who don't pull their own weight, it's because that they, it's because they are weak, or you feel that it's because they're just trying to make an effort not to pass up as being domineering? Well, I think I think it's both. Some men are weak, and some men are, are trying to show they're not controlling. But I think one of the things okay. I, I've learned is that men really need to learn how to be a man. It doesn't really come natural. A man has to learn that when he's with a woman, he should show leadership and, and not be controlling. But, you know, sh- sh- don't just ask her whatever you, she wants to do. Just have some ideas. Be a man of the plan. You know, be aware of what's going on. It, it just they have to learn that often that um, – you know, usually a father teaches a, a young man what it means to be man by being a role model, and and mm-hmm. that's really been lost in a lot of families. There's no father, or the father works long hours and he's hardly home, and then the kids watch mm-hmm. television where they all the men are portrayed as buffoons, or and they go to school. Most of the teachers are women. They they don't really have a, a strong male role model to to influence them to teach them. So they say they'll just play it safe. Well, I'll just do what she wants and. That should be that should make her happy. This shouldn't make her happy. I'm doing whatever she wants, and we can't understand why she resents him because she feels she doesn't really have a man. Mm. Okay, you know what, Elliot? How about we take let's take a quick commercial break. Um, we'll take a quick commercial break, and we'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Okay.
Alex Okoroji. Autographed copy of The Naked Experience by Alex Okoroji from Timid Girl to Confident Woman. It will make you laugh, it will make you cry, it will make you cuss, but most of all, it will be a great resource for you and your loved ones. Log on to www.alexokoroji.net to reserve your copy and win two VIP tickets to the book tour and match. Tuning in. Well, this is Still the Naked Talk with Alex Kurji. And yes, my name is Alex and I'm broadcasting live all the way from Lagos, Nigeria, in the head of Africa. And yes, just before we went on that commercial break, I was talking to my very special guest who's joining me live all the way from Toronto in Canada. And I'm very excited to have, you know, international best selling author and speaker, Elliot Kaz, right here. On the Naked Talk with Alex Kurji. Now, guys, don't forget, you all can be part of this conversation. Yes, it's a conversation, uh, and that's what's amazing about this show, that it's not just an interview. It is a conversation. And, of course, with conversations come perspectives, thoughts, views, um, opinions, and lots of expression. And, yes, we keep it real. So, guys, um, you can be part of this conversation. Don't forget that the number to call in is plus one, two one five three eight three three seven six six. The number to call is plus one two and five three eight three three seven six six. If you're calling from outside the U.S., um, if you're calling from within the U.S., don't forget to dial as a local number. Call two one five three eight three three seven six six. And yes, we'll get you to join the conversation. And oh yes, don't forget to use your hand raising effect. Please press one. So we know that you're not just listening, but that you actually want to ask questions or you want to contribute, and we'll get you to definitely connect into the show. Or, of course, you can use your Skype button. Use the live Skype button right on the player. Just you know, click on the Skype button and, of course, follow the prompt, and it will connect you right into the show. Or you can leave your thoughts and your messages in the in-studio live chat room. Uh, or tweet at me, just tweet at Alex Gurji with hashtag the Naked Talk, and of course your contributions will be read right here on the show. I mean, if you want to ask Elliot a question or me or you have some sort of contributions, we'll definitely be very happy to have you dialogue with us. So, um, you know, just before I went on that break, um, I've been talking to my guest, and he was already sharing quite a little bit of his thoughts on what a strong man is and what women want and um, just his, you know, his take really on um, just a man, you know, and how they are, you know, sort of, some men are sort of lacking in terms of pulling their own weight. And uh, Elliot did share quite a bit. But hi, hi, Elliot. Hi, are you still there? Hi, Alex. Good to be here. Well, welcome back. Uh, welcome back from the commercial break. Well, just before I, you know, when we've, we've been talking quite a bit about, you know, your thoughts and who a strong man really is, and why women want um, strong men. Now, I know that you're, all, you're you're the author of this really amazing book, being the strong man a woman wants, and how and that book has been doing so so much for a lot of people. But let me ask you this, really: What led you to write this book? Great question. So, I was married for ten years, 
then I got divorced. Mm-hmm. And like a lot of people, I, I blamed the other person. I, I blamed everybody, her family, her friends, uh, everybody, the marriage counselors, we saw everybody. And then I asked myself, <laughs> what do I have to learn from this? I don't want to go through this again. Uh, and so I, that really set uh, me off on a journey of what does it mean to be a man in a relationship, in a marriage? Uh, and, you know, I, first thing I did, I started talking to other men and listening to them. And it seems... Many men are confused. We, we we hear all these messages, be sensitive, develop your feminine side, all this stuff, and it's not working. And we just think, well, if we just do it more, then <laughs> it'll work, but it's not working. Then I, then I started reading books on relationships. I read a whole bunch of books, and they really didn't say anything to me about what it means to be a man in a marriage, in a relationship, but how should a man be? And then I turned to the, the really the timeless writings that over the centuries that fathers and other older male role models have written for for younger men, for their sons, for younger men. Mm -hmm. And I was just blown away. I was just amazed by what it said because it coincided with what I heard women say is lacking in men today. They don't show leadership. They don't make decisions. They don't take responsibility. Like I said, there's this giant disconnect between all the messages that, you know, men have heard and were trying so hard to please and what women really want. I'll give you an example. It's fascinating you know, I, I sometimes speak to groups, and the men, some will say, well, I've never heard this before, that he's not right. And they'll turn to the women, they'll say, he's not right, right? This isn't what women want. And the women will say, yes, this is what we want. <laughs> it, it, it's like so many men will, will say, they've never heard this before. No one's ever told them this. I say, you know, people, men are, in, you know, one man says to me, you know, my wife was telling me, you know, she wants me to be strong. She wants to be be man. And and he thought, you know, she's just being overly dramatic, or, or or she didn't really he didn't really understand what she was saying. But that when once he read the book and he understood, yeah, this is what she wants, and 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 they start implementing it. They see there's a big improvement because this is what she wants. She doesn't want a man to just whatever you want, tell me what to do. She really wants a man to be a leader in the home. It's it's like I said, it's not a controlling tyrant, but not just someone who's just like. You know, on the sidelines, waiting for her to tell him what to do. That's not what she wants. She wants a real man. Okay, um, you know, and and that totally makes a lot of sense. Like again, like I said, you know, I, you know, and thinking about it, we probably never really narrowed it down that way. But when when you put it that way, a woman definitely wants a man who is who shows leadership skills or leadership. Um, traits, right, in the relationship and who knows how to handle situations. And if I think about it, one of the major issues that I used to have in one of my relationships was that I always felt like if there was a challenge, you know, he would run away. Like it was like he just didn't want to deal with issues and didn't want to step up to, you know, to. so I can imagine how many women are frustrated by situations like that. You don't want every time, you you know, there's a problem, the man's running away and you're the one who has to handle them or deal with them or feel like you're alone in that relationship. So um, it definitely, you know, your perspective definitely makes a lot of sense. But let me ask you this. I mean, and lots of people have read this book, have read your book. Um, what I know that I understand why, but what, what exactly um what exactly is your goal, or what are you? What were you trying to achieve with this book? Is this book written for women, or is it written for men? I mean, who is it really directed at? That's a great question. Okay, so I wrote the book to change the world one man at a time, 
And I wrote it for men. I wrote it for myself. You know, this was a way for me okay. to learn these things, for me and my friends. Cause I, and I, I, you know, I, I thought it's just me and my friends. And I, you know, started seeing it really. It's, it's a worldwide phenomenon because, I mean, the book's been translated to 24 languages and countries where you thought, you know, the men are very strong, like Japan, where you think every man is, has a geisha, and Brazil, where you think the whole, where the whole image of machismo originated. So it's, uh, I again realize it's really worldwide and that it's all because men aren't taught these things. Men have to be taught these things. They have to learn from a role model, and, not, and they have to learn it. But to get back to your question, so, I, you know, I was originally, I, like I wrote it for men, and I would be, you know, promoting it to men. And I really didn't get the response that I thought until I started promoting it to women. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, I was, it was amazing. I was, and I'll tell you the turning point. I was at a, a a conference and I had my book at the book sale. And I just sort of was watching who was picking it up and who was looking at it. The men, you know, they would look at it and, and they'd ask me questions and, you know, I had, they'd talk and talk and they, it was like really like news to them. Like, they, but the women, they they would just grab the book and say. Oh, I'm I'm getting one from my husband. My husband needs this. Oh, I'm saving. You know, they. Do. So, so, the women are the big buyers of the book, and they give it to their husbands and tell them to read it. They ask me, how do I get my husband to read this, or how do I find a man who's like this? And one woman said to me, I'm giving the book to my husband. It's a short book. It'll take about an hour to read. I'm giving it to my husband, and I told him finish reading the book, and I'll, I'm waiting for you in the bedroom in my negligee. <laughs> so it was the whole thing is like so but i i've got to understand like women know this is what they want i i kind of thought that women wouldn't be so openly admitting that yeah i want a man who leads they and they they say this to me they say and i've met women who are you know very successful you know they have you know powerful positions in companies they own their own business you know they have a lot of responsibility they have a lot of people reporting to them I said, but I want to, when I'm with a man, I want to feel like a woman. I want him to take charge. They don't want an, another man who's just like, you know, doing whatever they they tell them to do. No, they want a man who takes charge. And I, it really struck me because I, at first I would I would tell men read the book, don't show it to your wives, but no, show it to your wives. Read it, have your wife read it. I, I, I gave it to one fellow, and his, uh, and I think his wife thought that the book was sort of like about being a tyrant, you know, or she didn't really. Mm-hmm. Look at the book until she, until she read the book and then said, "I, I want to read this book together with you because you're not doing what this book says." <laughs> she, she wants it, and, and on that, then she gave it to another woman. That woman has daughters. So that, but she gave it to another woman who has uh, three sons. She said, "She that woman said I gave it to the book to her sons. I want you're getting to the stage where you're starting to date women. Read this book." Hmm. And, um, you know, it's it's really amazing just listening to you tell the story because, really, um, this book is for men, but also for the women who love men or who love them. So, um, yeah, I, I can I can totally uh, grasp that. But let me ask you this, and I, I know that you, you um, did share a little bit of how women feel about this, but... Really, in in terms of the ideas, you know, the integral part, the integral portions of this book, and the ideas illustrated in your book, how are the women um, responding to those ideas? You know what? There there were some things in the book that I thought women would object to, 
And uh, I was really surprised. They read the book. They say, yeah, this is a great book. How do I find a man like this? Like I said, I didn't think a woman would would openly admit that, you know, she wants to be that because it seems so politically incorrect. You know, women and women Mm -hmm. are equal. Yes, of course they're equal. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to relationship, she only wants a man who she could lean on, she could look up to, and, and, and who takes the lead. Mm-hmm. And, and, and they say, yeah, this is what I want. This is, mm-hmm. how, how do I find a man like this? That's, just, that's what they said. I, I, you know, I meet women, you know, single women, never married. I just met one recently. She was 50 years old, never married. And mm-hmm. she says, yeah, I can't find a decent guy. She's like, she's very successful. I can't find a decent guy. I don't like when a guy asks me out. And then ask me what what you you know ask me what we should do like have a plan like you call me and ask me out have a plan what you want to do it, it it's it's uh, you know a lot a lot of women are frustrated with men today either their husbands or the men they meet because they want real men as much as all these ideas of the past you know they want real men who will take charge and show leadership. Um, okay, you know what, Elliot? How about let's take a quick let's take a quick break. Um, this is a quick musical break, um, and this song is Sparrow, um, Sparrow by um, Scott Crokup, and Scott Crokup was a guest on this show sometime last year in July, and of course he was also one of our guests at our first anniversary um, celebration, and Scott did a live unplug fashion of this song on the show and uh, so this is Sparrow by Scott Krokop and we'll be back
with my guest, Elliot Kazride, all the way from Canada. And we've been talking about being the strong man a woman wants. And Elliot has been sharing so many great tips and wisdom, basically, on how a man can become that, um, that you know, can become the strong man, sorry, that a woman uh desires and that lots of women desire. Yes, women like me. <laughs> well, guys, um, you know, it's been such a great conversation. Don't forget, I see a lot of you dialed into the show. Well, you can be part of the conversation. Don't forget, don't just listen. Come on, guys, call in, uh, send a message, you know, yes, yeah, speak to Kat, um, to Elliot or ask me a question or whatever it is, or contribute to share your thoughts. If you had any experience, are you going through the same thing? Do you feel like your man is not pulling his weight? Uh, you, know, you know, join this conversation and let's talk about it. Uh, so, hi, uh, hi, um, Elliot. Hi, are you there? Yeah, hi, Alex. Good to be here. Well, yeah, thank you so much and welcome back. Well, just before we went on that commercial break, I mean, you you, you shared uh, um, basically how women were responding to your book or to the ideas in your book. Now, um, let me ask you, Joe, 
how are the men responding to the ideas here? Because obviously the women love it. So, but the men, how are they really, you know, responding to all of those words? Well, it really depends what situation they're in. A lot of men, like a lot of men, will like they'll say, well, they don't agree. They don't think this is what women want. Actually, I'll tell you a funny story. I was once on a phone and show in Boston, and uh, the host was interviewing me, and, you know, he was making all these sort of snide comments, and I thought, well, okay, well, this is talk radio. He wants to be provocative. And then he says, I disagree with you, and we're only going to uh, we're gonna ask only women to call in and see if they agree with you, and they agree with me, and we'll keep score. Are you ready to defend yourself your way up in Canada? <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I said, yeah, I'm ready to defend myself. How about you? Are you ready to defend yourself? Anyway, I, I you know, we basically had time for five People to call in, five women called in, and they all complained how how fed up and frustrated they were with with men who make no decisions and show no leadership. And each one, he realized, you know, he said, "Well, I guess you you that's you know you agree with that caller agrees with me." And I I realized after that he thought this was going to be great talk radio that all these women would call in and then yell at me and scream at me for for being a, you know a chauvinist. But they all they all agreed with me. They disagreed with him. So I think that's like a, a common male reaction. He said at the end that he was surprised, and that's a common male reaction because they they've never a lot of men have never heard this before, and they're surprised that women say yes, this is what we want. We want a man who doesn't leave every decision to us. And so like that that's a common reaction. I remember I met, I met a a guy who was getting married. And I said, well, you know, here's one word of advice: don't forget you're you're the man. Be a man. He said, oh, no, I, I let her make all the decisions. It's better that way. So I said, well, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, but then, then there, but then there are men who are like, they're in, their marriages are in trouble. They're, you know, their their wives are really fed up with them. Their marriages are going down the tube, or, or they're already divorced, and they're sort of open. You know, when I guess when a person's in, you know, pain is a good motivator. You're, you're, you're in a difficult situation, so you're looking for answers. And those men, when they read the book, they say, you know, they try it, and they just see an improvement in their marriage and their relationships with women. And they say, yeah, but, you know, well, how come no one taught me this before? How come I, I didn't know this? Like, you know, it's, it's, uh, so that, so that's the range of reaction I get from men. But I think, you know, a lot of men feel, you know, that, that they don't feel respected by women. They don't feel they're, they're, they don't, they're not being loved. And they say, well, they, they keep thinking, well, you know, I'm a decent guy. I go to work every day. I bring in a decent living. I'm, I do as much as I can at home. And and often like, they'll say, you know, my wife says I don't do enough at home, but I do so much. How could she say that? And really I explain to them what she's saying is that you're not showing leadership. Yeah, you could be, like, doing housework and helping with the kids, but you keep asking her what to do. Show leadership. Look what's – be aware of what's going on in your home See what needs to be done. Just step forward and show leadership and do it. And, and I tell men also, you know, I'll say, oh, my wife's been running the, the home for like 10 years. What should I do? So, well, you don't start disagreeing with her because that's undermining her. That's not showing leadership. So says look for situations that need to be dealt with. Look for problems maybe with the kids, with the home, something. Is it just deal with it. Step forward, do some research, find an answer, and implement it. And at first she might be like sure. so amazed, like she can't really believe it. But just keep doing it, and you will be her hero. Mm. Oh, very, totally, totally amazing. And that makes a lot of sense because 
like you said, I mean, it's not about constantly disagreeing with her and trying to prove that you're the man and she's, you know, beneath you. It's really about stepping up in, in you know, in situations where she's, uh, you know, just stepping up without being asked, right? Like, you know, using your own initiative and just coming up with solutions to problems and then she'll feel like, oh, she definitely has um uh, her own knight in shining armor, you know, for lack Absolutely. of a better word. But let me ask you this, though. Um, and we've been talking about men not knowing some of these things that haven't hurt them and never come across um, these suggestions or these ideas or, you know, the fact that um, these are the things that women really want. Now, why do you think so many men do not know these traits of being a man? Um, a lot of these things that you've mentioned in your book, why do you feel like they come short, sort of, and why they've never heard of it? Well, there's lots of reasons, really. And, and, and uh, sure. you know, our whole all the messages that you hear on the media is like, mm-hmm. you, you know, on, on television, men are portrayed as buffoons. You, you always hear these messages, <laughs> be sensitive, you know, and all, and, and all that, but there's all these messages out now saying like being a man being manly is is a is a bad thing you should never you know i even saw one that said the worst thing you tell a, a boy is be a man well it depends what you think of being a man being a man is like taking responsibility uh knowing what you know showing leadership stepping forward having the courage to deal with problems not running away like you said you uh you were talking about those are good things but we, you know what we the image of being a man is like always oh, controlling. He's, uh, uh, you know, he's aggressive. He's mm-hmm. violent. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. these are okay. So, so it's like, well, those are bad things. So, and that's what it means to be a man. So, mm-hmm. wipe out the idea of being a man. Well, that's not what it means to be a man. But, mm-hmm. but so all these the media has all these things, and like I was saying earlier, like a lot of boys don't grow up with male role models either they have no fathers or their fathers are working all the time and their teachers are all women you know it's not like it used to be where you know you know a few generations ago where sons worked saw what their fathers at work they saw what their their fathers did they saw how their fathers were leaders at home they saw how their fathers treated their 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 mothers they they, they saw how a father related to other men this is how they learn. Mm-hmm. They learn from from watching, right? So, it's it's uh, that's why I wrote the book to sort of put all that some of that wisdom and insight in the form of books so men can read and say, yes, this is what I have to do. Start being a man. Okay, Elliot. Let me ask you this, and this is something that just totally came into you know came to my mind just while we're talking. Um, I know that, I mean, we've been talking about, you know, women wanting strong men, right? Um, right. Do you feel like a strong man and a strong woman could work together? Because, again, um, I'm sure a lot of people are going to be asking, what kind of women want strong men, right? So do you feel like, and, again, we, we, we have lots of women who are trying to get empowered and, be valuable and be accomplished, and you know, lots of things. And some of like some of kind of the women women that you described who are CEOs and have great jobs and have people working with them, and you know, all of that. But do you feel like a strong woman and a strong man could definitely have a great working, happy, healthy relationship? And how do you think that they can really balance that role? Well, 
Well, a strong woman wants a strong man. She doesn't want a weak man. So okay. she wants a man who's stronger than her. And that's the challenge. Okay. A lot of women today that, are very strong, and they're trying to okay. find men who are stronger than they are, and, they, and uh-huh. they, they're having a hard time. So a strong woman wants a strong man. And, you know, the interesting thing is it doesn't really have to do with money. You know, a lot of men, a lot of people say, well, whoever makes most money has the power. And a lot of situations mm-hmm. where men bring in a lot of money and their wives don't bring in any money and the wives have all the power. <laughs> so it's, it's really about uh, a, a strong woman wants a strong man. She wants a man who's stronger than her. She wants someone she can look up to. She doesn't want someone who just wants to be, you know, her, her gopher or anything, she, you know, just do whatever she wants. She wants a man who's going to take leadership. She's a leader, you know, in her business or her, her profession. She wants a man who's also a leader who she can look up to. And, and you know, it doesn't mean he has to be more successful financially. He, she, he uh-huh. just has to be, take charge of the home and say, uh-huh. you know, here's a problem. Is this what needs to be done? And not just wait uh-huh. for her to tell him what to do. Uh-huh. Okay, you know what, Elliot? I think we have a caller. We have a caller on the we have a caller on the show. Uh, let's take this call and uh, hello. Hello. Yes, hello. Uh, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Welcome well, great. to the Naked I've been Talk listening to this dis- Okay. Yes, I've been listening to the discussion, and I have a few okay. obs- observations to uh, to posit, and that is, okay. you know, a lot of these women who claim to be strong are not strong at all, because if they were, okay. they would resolve the problem as opposed to continually complaining about it. And I think Elliot hit the nail on the head, or you did, that wrote up the script there where it says that women send confusing messages to men. And if that's the case, and I submit that is the case, those messages are going to have to be cleared up. And we talk about a strong, um, talk about a, a what a man should be, but we rarely talk sure. about what a woman what women should be and women are not often what they should be there's entitlement attitudes there's the overly bossiness and women are confused about what they want in fact i would submit that the average american woman doesn't even know what she wants in a man so there's a there's a tremendous amount of confusion there and women and a lot of people are just afraid to say it both men and women are afraid to say that women are confused and they're being very childish in their behavior. And that is the source of their dissatisfaction, not men. I would love to hear your okay. comments. Uh, okay. First of all, you didn't actually say your name. You didn't tell us your name. You want to tell us who's calling? I'm Mr. Solution. Sorry? Uh, Mr. I didn't Solution. Catch Oh, you're yeah. Mr. Solution. Mr. Solution. Okay, thank you so much. okay, Mr. Solution, thank you so much for calling into the Naked Talk. Um, Elliot, um, you're li- you, you heard everything that Mr. Solution had to say, um, you know, about the dissatisfaction with men and women, all the confusing messages. Um, Elliot, what do you have to say? Because I do have my own thoughts, though. But what do okay. you have to say? Okay, I can tell you a lot of things you're saying are true, that women do give off confusing messages and they're confused about what they want. A lot, a lot of things you're saying are true, but you see, as men, it's it's too easy. Like I was saying at the beginning, it's easy for us to say, well, you know, the women have all these problems, and the only solution is for them to change. But we can't change them. We can only change ourselves. So that's why my focus mm. on the book is for men to say, 
you know, what do I have to do to create a relationship with a woman that, that is good for both of us? And, and to say, mm-hmm. well, the only solution is, like, these women have to get, get rid of these ideas about entitlement. And I, and I know that. I've seen that many times. They have to get rid of these ideas of entitlement and, and, and get clear what she wants. Yeah, that's all mm-hmm. true. But if we've got, you could wait decades for that to happen. You've got to say, what can I do? How can I take leadership and create a situation where it's clear, you know, a woman's not, you know, you know, her ideas entitlement is not a go. Like for instance, you know, I I meet women and they're they're looking for rich guys who they don't want to work and they're going to support them. Well, personally, I believe it's important that a woman work and have a job. So, like, you you may have that idea. Well, that's not a go. That's like a that's a that's a deal breaker for me. So. Unless you change those ideas, like that's not a go. And like uh, other things, like if they're, you know, giving out messages, well, they can give out messages about, you know, they want a man who's sensitive, who talks about his feelings, but they don't really want that. <laughs> you know, like 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 it's like you want a man who cries all the time. Like they think, oh, you should express your feelings. You cry when you say, well, yeah, you know, if you go to your your mother's funeral, you can cry, but. A woman doesn't want a man who's always expressing his feelings and crying all the time. See, so a man has to know this. I I know what a man's role is, and you know, feel confident in his own sense. It's like if she's confused, well, it's my job to like make it clear. This is what I see as a man's role, and and really to provide that leadership. So really, my main point is like it's easy to blame other person. It's easy to blame somebody other that, that they have to change. Sure. Well, but it's nothing. I, I you can wait. 20 years, 30 years. That's yeah. my view. Okay, Alex, now let's hear if your I'm view. If I'm still on, I would like to comment. I'm sorry for interrupting. Okay, go ahead. Okay, you want to come in. Um, okay, fine, dude, before I say what I wanted to say. Okay, I'm listening, Mr. Solution. Yeah, yeah. Uh, thank you, uh, Elliot. I'm not just saying that men are saying that women should change. I think sometimes women are definitively deal breakers. And I know you're being very politically correct, and I understand that. You're, you're a great author, and you want to sell books. I don't. And so I can be a little bit more candid, not mean-spirited, but candid. And I think men need to tell women, and I'm talking about good men. Bad men don't, they, they'll get what they want to get because two entitlement forces are meeting to each other. Uh, but uh, quality men should just, you know, have the courage of conviction to say to women what they want. And if women don't measure up, you dump her. You don't waste time with her. And men aren't, you know, voting with their feet in America. They're going to other cultures of women who appreciate men more. The average American woman is, is, is bellicose. She doesn't appreciate a good man. In fact, there's a phrase for it that says, nice guys finish last. So a lot of these women, with respect to many of the good men, are irredeemable. They're not going to change. They have no motivation to change. They're supported by government. They're supported by media. They're supported by their single girlfriends, and so on and so forth. And so um, a lot of men are just going to, as they are doing, are just going to have to shift focus and let these women know that they're not all of that and just leave them alone. Uh, So that is a solution. But that's not blaming them. That's taking leadership responsibility for uh, one's own life and saying, I don't want to waste my life 
uh, dealing with you who obviously are confused. Please proceed. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. You know what? Thank you so much, Mr. Solution. And I do get what you're trying to say. Um, but here, is, here, are my, here are my thoughts, and this is what I also hear Elliot saying. I think, and, and this sort of makes sense to me, um, when we have, like, no one is perfect, no gender is perfect. We all have our flaws one way or the other. And so I think what he's saying is um, it, me trying to say men are this and men are that, it's, it, makes, it, it makes more sense to kind of cast, the, you know, the spotlight on my own flaws and how I can be better and how I can be better to than thinking of how they can be better to me, right? So it's not just how you can find the perfect partner or the right person, but it's also how you can be right for that person or for the right person. I think that's what Elliot was trying to say. So in other words, um, even though there are women who are lazy, who, you know, like you said, have, you know, the feel of entitlement and a lot of things. There are also men who are lazy who have that feeling of entitlement. And at the end of the day, a lot of the times, even I've also realized that sometimes when we don't know, and when I say we, I'm not just speaking for women, I also feel like there are men who also come up like they don't know what kind of women they want. I think it is most, most times comes up from the kind of relationships that we've built. And having not experienced Having not having not having that experience, sorry, of the right example, the perfect example of what we want. So a lot of the times, women will pick a certain kind of man because that's what they know, or a man will pick a certain kind of woman because that's what they know. And I think that Elliot's book is saying, you know what? Um, rather than she can work on herself, if I've worked on myself. Or if I'm working hard enough on myself, then she also can work on herself. And this is the way that men can work on themselves by being leaders and, you know, pulling their own ways and not allowing her to not be a weak man, so to speak. And at the end of the day, I think that, um, you know, we all want, whether we like it or not, no matter how strong we are or whatever, we all want to know that we are involved or we are related to people who um, – who, who have our, who definitely have our back, you know, who's there for us, whether or not we're, the, you know, like he said, I don't want, I'm trying to run, run away from using the word dependent, but just knowing that this person is there and that this person will pull their own weight and this person will take decisions, this decisions not only for themselves, but decisions that would be beneficial to everybody who's involved in that. Um, so, Elliot, um, I don't know if I came if I came across if I uh, passed that message correctly. So, I, I do thank you so much, uh, Mr. Solution, for joining the conversation. Uh, well, well, and sharing if, your if, if, okay, you, you can I can go back on, on mute, but I, I just have one other observation to to share. Okay, and that is okay. to be to bring this out of the academic, if I can, and bring okay. it into the practical. Okay. Okay, okay, thank you. Men want women, quality men want women who don't waste their time, that is, waste mm -hmm. the men's time, by having the men chase them, having men pay for dates when they know they aren't interested in the man. And I think in 2016, the 21st century, where now women are going to be engaged in combat and actually protecting the country, I don't know if you guys have heard about that, Women can actually step up and, and talk to men other than just criticizing. They can say hello. They can create a pleasant situation as opposed to the hostile and, and charged 
situation that normally occurs. Uh, women can mitigate uh, through their communicative abilities, talking to men, paying for first dates, walking in the park with men, and just doing things that help, uh, you know, help advance communication. A lot of women don't do that. In fact, most American women, and this is where I spoke of the entitlement mentality, they want men to be caryatids. They want men, and you used the word earlier, dependency. Uh, dependency is a great word, but even a better word is interdependency, where both people realize their balanced dependency upon each other, and that can best be drawn out vis-a-vis -vis communication. But when women sit back and say, well, I want the man to chase me, I want the man to, you know, take me to four-star restaurants, and Elliot just referred to this when he said some women want wealthy men. And I'm going to say, what, what, what makes a woman think that she's entitled to a wealthy man? And then if a wealthy man does accept her, understand that she's a purchased product. So I think if we back up and look at this from, say, the 30,000-foot level and get a bird's-eye view, we understand that men and women basically want the same thing, and they should be able to share those ideas and, and desires. And women should step up and be open to listening to what a man has to say and not just thinking a relationship is all about her because it's not. So those are some, I, I think, some fundamental things that need to be shared. Women need to start asking for dates. They need to start opening communication with men. And they need to start paying for first. Okay. <laughs> no, so, no here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing. And just before, here's the thing. And just before, because we, you know, we need to get back to the conversation. Here's the thing. What you're saying sure. is so true and it's so amazing. And here's and here's here's what it makes sense if we're having a conversation about what men want, right? Um, so now you're speaking, you're speaking, and you're saying you're speaking the voice of okay, maybe this is what men men want women to step up and do some of the things that they're doing and sort of reduce, you know, uh, you know, balance it up and make an effort to also share affection and care and pay for bills, pay their bills and pay for stuff and all of that. And that makes a lot of sense. Um, unfortunately, today we're talking about what women want, right? And so maybe it will be nice to, you know, just get you back on that conversation when we're having a conversation of what men want and we can you know, balance that. Because, again, a lot of uh, women, like you said, I'm not exactly sure. So Elliot is really trying to communicate what he thinks that women, not what he thinks, but what he knows that women want from experience and from having spoken to lots of women and from the feedback he's been getting and just having men understand that these are the things that women want. And then also it's important for women to also know what men want so that we also can work on ourselves and we can all find a balance and it can be like, you know, a really happy place. So thank you so much, Mrs. Solution, for calling into right, the right. show. Right, but one thing, um, if, if women are confused about what they want and if what they want is unreasonable, So, guys, um, well, how about we take a quick, let's take a quick uh, commercial break, and we'll be back. And this is uh, my love from a sheer year. Don't go anywhere.
You're just tuning in. Well, this is still the Naked Talk with Alex Accurci, and yes, my name is Alex, and I'm broadcasting live all the way from Lagos, Nigeria, in the heart of Africa. And that was an amazing song by one of our one of our finest um, singer, Nigerian singer, songwriter, actress, award-winning filmmaker, Ashirin Raka. And yes, she was here last week. On the Naked Talk, on Talk Wednesday, and we had such an amazing conversation about her journey to self and how she's been navigating motherhood 
with the ent- entertainment industry. And yes, Ashiri and I were on together on a popular uh, television series, uh, Tinsel, when we're working. But it's you know that was an amazing song, My Love, and it just has you know has all of that feel. But just before we went on that commercial break, it was a pretty interesting conversation here on the show. Um, you know, we had a great guest. Um, we have our great guest here, Elliot Cass, international award-winning bestseller, best-selling author, and speaker, live all the way from Canada. And, of course, we had a great caller, um, Mr. Solution, who had, you know, had his perspective and shared his perspective on what um, men want from women and, you know, how both sexes can try to, you know, find a balance. But just before, let's get back to our guest. Um, hi, Elliot. Hi. Hi, Elliot. Hi, Alex. Are you still That's there? That's a good call. Hi, <laughs> that was Can I give my response right? to what he said? What did you say? Can I give my response what to what say? he said? Hello? Did you give your response? What? Yeah, can I? Well, no, he said that, you know, yes. thought that um, women should chase men and, 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 and they should pay for the first date. Well, to, mm-hmm. to me, it's not showing leadership. You know, really, a man should pursue a woman and, and he should pay mm-hmm. for the first date. And it doesn't mean you have to spend a lot of money. It's really. It's really about mm-hmm. making her feel special. If you take her out for a cup of coffee uh, and, you know, you pay for her, she feels special. And I know women tell me that it's often a test. that They'll, you know, they'll offer to pay for themselves mm-hmm. just to see if the man will insist on paying. I, 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 actually, if he wants to send me an email and send me his address, I'll, I'll send them a copy of my book because I think he should read it. It's, 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 you know, it, it's like, you know, if, if you find a if you, he's talking about women that really aren't suitable to him, you know that they're, they're you know have the ideas about entitlement and dependency. Mm-hmm. No one's mm-hmm. forcing him to marry those women. If you know you meet someone mm-hmm. and they're not suited for you, then then you should move on. You walk and that's, away. But mm-hmm. yeah, and that's what being the leader is. You know, I I recently met a fellow who'd been married four times, really divorced four times. I said, well, like, well, how could you be? <laughs> like, did you learn? <laughs> he said mm-hmm. he said the women choose him, and like they decide they want mm-hmm. him, and I guess he marries them and. Well, like you know, you it's, you got to be the man. You got to show leadership and decide. If someone's not mm-hmm. suited for you, you don't have to marry them just because they want to marry you. Um, yeah. So really, I, I think you know a lot of his ideas is like it, it's it's he, again he's putting it on the woman. Like the women should chase the men. They should pay. No, you're the leader. You don't have to take her to an expensive place. You know, if you mm-hmm. just want to take a woman out for a cup of coffee. That, that's showing her. Well, this is the kind of lifestyle I have. I, I don't. I'm not extravagant. Mm-hmm. I'm not someone who goes out and spends exactly. two hundred dollars on a meal. This is me. Mm-hmm. This, you have. You want someone who will take you out for two hundred dollars dinner? Well, it's not me. So, but you found that out already. So, you know, I think. I think this whole issue: who pays for the first date? It seems kind of. Like, I don't understand what the issue is. Really, a man should pay because it makes a woman feel special. You don't have to spend a lot of money if, if you, that. You know, if it's if you, if it's your nature not to be extravagant, and that which is a good quality, as far as I'm concerned, then you know just spend spend on her within your means, and if that's not good enough for her. If she wants someone with a lot of money. Well, then you know then you know wish her well. It's uh... anyway. And okay, and, and you're making you're making you're making a lot of sense, and I can relate to that. Again, like you don't. Not you can't not be you just because someone has expectations of you, right? So as a man, you can't stop being. You're you're supposed to be who you are, 
and you know you show we actually both sexes we actually show people how to treat us so if you like and using that example if you take a woman out on a date and you spend what is convenient for you you're setting already a standard and saying this is who I am this is how far I'm willing to go this is what I can do you understand and so it's up to you if you can stick with it or you can handle it or you can you know then hey we're good to go right and that makes a lot of sense um I do feel like um I kind of understand what he's saying, you know, what he did say, but that, again, is really on the extreme, you know, like both ways. I feel like, um, you know, back to what we're saying is that the lots of men who, and, and women, I don't think, I mean, there are lots of women with good heads, you know, with a good head on their shoulder who are not looking to take advantage of a man. They just want a man to be a man, really, for you to step up and for they to know that they have an equal, you know, even if we're talking about equality, you want to still know that you have um someone you can stand head-to-head, or someone who's leading, really. And a, a leader cannot continue to compare themselves or their, you know, themselves to their followers. You're saying to yourself, you know, well, you're not going to say because my followers or, or my subordinate or my partner or my teammate aren't pulling their weight, so I'm not going to pull mine, right? So you can't say just because she's not bringing in some money or not paying for my meal or what, 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 I'm not going to do the same. You know, you're gonna you're gonna have to stand up and be a man, right, um, Elliot? So um, let me ask you this though, because um, you know we don't have so much time. We're kind of actually um, gonna wrap this up very soon. Um, but you know, just before we get you know we start talking about this, um, how how do you feel that women can sort of communicate to men what they really want? Because obviously now there's all of this you know missed um, miscommunication, missignals, and all of that, and men are confused, and women are confused. But for the women who are clear about what they want, and you do say that women know what they want, so how do you feel a woman can nicely communicate to a man who's not pulling his own way, right? How can she communicate and say, you know what, I would love for you to be more of this kind of person? Right. Well, some women just give them a book and tell them to read it, but in terms of how you communicate with your spouse, you know, when when, when there's a decision to be made and, and your husband mm-hmm. says, you know, you decide. And it could be a simple thing, like, you know, that you want to go to, out to eat for a, to a restaurant. You want to go to restaurant A, B, or C, and you just say, you decide. And then don't say anything more. Let him decide. Just don't don't give in to his, his, his desire for you to make the decision so he does not take responsibility. You decide, and then let him decide, and then praise his decision. Another thing, if there's a situation that needs to be dealt with, a problem, just say, could you take care of this situation? And then when he says, well, what should I do? Just say, I don't know, just do research. You know, go, go on the Internet, try to find an answer. That's what I do, and then just let him do it. And unless he's, you know, he's probably do it differently than you would handle it, but unless he's doing something that's dangerous or damaging, just let him do it his way, and then praise him for doing it. Because a lot of men, you know, they, they'll say, oh, I tried to show leadership, I tried to take initiative, but she criticized everything I did, so I just stopped and gave in. I gave in and I gave up. And and, and just, like I said, just keep praising him. Like, unless something's really bad, just say, yeah, that was. I, you, I really appreciate you handling that. You did it, or you made a good decision. Just, you know, like it's like with, with anybody, you want to encourage it in behavior, recognize the good in it, and praise it, and and. and uh, just encourage. I uh, would just encourage him to keep on. 
You know, so so many men, they said, you know, I've tried and I gave up. So they got easily discouraged. You gotta, you gotta encourage them. Okay, thank you so much for that. And you know, you know, you just saying that, and you know, this conversation is really interesting in a way, because it kind of just made me think about the particular situation. I remember, and I know this a family friend, and maybe let me just share this, you know, story with you a little bit. Um, a family friend has been complaining um, about her husband, and she is extremely tired of the relationship. And they've been together for so long, about 25 years or so. But here's the thing. Um, he, she feels like he's not doing enough for the family, right? And I think that this has come, and we had that conversation where talked during Talk to Irving, and I said to she feels like he's not doing enough. And he's not even doing anything, even though he's working, he's comfortable, um, they have a regular comfortable life. She feels like she's overcompensating in that relationship because she has accepted, you know, she has accepted this for so long. Um, He never decides, he doesn't even know where the children go to school. Like he just knows the name of the school. But she, you know, practically has to go to, you know, all busy has had to go to PTA herself. Um, she moved them to, you know, from from kindergarten to secondary to, um, you know, to the university, and he never, you know, he never ever really went to see his kids in school. Um, he never really knows when anybody's going through any sort of change or situation. It's almost like he's totally oblivious to what's going on in the household, and right, in right. a situation like that. Um, I, you know, just now, just trying to tie this up to the conversation that we're having today. I, I feel like, you know, like you just said, you know, she just always stepped in, right? So he's not around. He doesn't, you know, he's traveling. He probably doesn't leave money for food because she's working and she's comfortable. She's she's okay with bringing in that money to sort of supplement. But at the end of the day, it started becoming a trend. So he was no longer doing that anymore. So it was almost like it became her responsibility and everything became her responsibility because he just kind of relaxed. So um, back to what you're saying, it does really make sense that, you know, maybe women should find a way to sort of shift it, like you said, and just say, okay, why don't you do this? And Or if he says, what do you want? And she says, oh, you know, whatever you want, <laughs> right? Or, you know, why don't you sort it out and, you know, and just – Wait for him to sort it out so that he can also be useful and be valuable and be part of that relationship and not be, you know, a stranger as far as I'm concerned. So, um, you know, but um, I do have, I think we have a question. Um, One of our listeners sent a question. Um, So let me ask you this. Uh, Let's see. Okay, this is coming from Michelle. Uh, Michelle is saying, hi, Elliot, how are you? Um, can you can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. You there? yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. So um, she says she says um, hi 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 Elliot. Um, I was in a relationship with this guy, right? And he was um, he just wasn't what I wanted. I loved him, but he just wasn't you know he just wasn't what I wanted, and I had to dump him. And he kept trying to ask. What, why it was I broke it up with him? 
how can I let him know? I mean, we're we're not married. We're just we're just dating. I still care about him, but how can I let him know that I would like for him to really just be stronger? He's a sensitive guy. Is that something that I can say to talk about the way he expresses his feelings and all? Right, right, right. Well, it's it's a common thing, and uh, I don't want to sound self-promoting, but a lot of men have told me that, you know, they've been in this situation where they're married, and their wives will say, I want you to be stronger, and they didn't really understand until they read the book. I think just, just share some information about what it means to be a man who's strong, that it means showing leadership, making decisions, taking responsibility, and that as as sensitive and and, and giving as he wants to be, Okay, that's that's part of what she wants, but she really wants a man who takes the lead. That's really the message. She wants a man who takes the lead and takes charge of situations and just doesn't leave everything to her. And, and I'm sure he's probably never heard that before. And just getting back to what you the story you told before about the friend who whose husband does very little, you know, yeah. that's a common situation. And it's see, she helped create that situation by doing it all. And very often, and I've heard this. People will say, well, you know, I, I gave and I gave and I gave, thinking I'm showing my spouse how I want them to be. But in reality, mm-hmm. I just made them, instead of teaching them to be givers, I made them into takers. So mm-hmm. here, here again, just I would just start with small steps and just say, well, could you take care of this? And, you know, then ask them two small things and just gradually just give them, you know, small steps to get them used to the idea and then praise them a lot for doing doing it when he does it. And just hopefully mm-hmm. get the idea that, yeah, it's good. It's nice to do things and, you know, solve problems yeah, in the home. It's a good feeling. And that, that that makes a lot of sense, yes. I think you got that right. You know, if you try to compliment him for something small that he did, then he may feel the need to do more of that or more be more helpful and be more useful around. So thank you so much, Elliot. It's been such an amazing night, you know, just talking to you. Um, and, of course, thank you so much to our caller, uh, Mr. Solution. Sorry, I wish we could, you know, take this, make this go longer, but I'm hoping we'll have another conversation some other day, um, the other way around so that we can get, you know, um, other thoughts, right? But um, just before we wrap this up, is there, if you have any final words, uh, first of all, I know your book is available on Amazon. Where can people find your book? Okay, it's, it's Being the Strong Man and Woman Wants, Timeless Wisdom on Being a Man. It's available on Amazon. Uh, like a paperback is on Amazon and in bookstores in the U.S. If you just go into a store and they don't have it, ask them and they'll order it for you and get it to you pretty quickly. It's also available as an e-book, which you'll get in a few minutes on, on uh, Amazon Kindle, on Kobo, on iBooks. Mm-hmm. And as mm-hmm. you said, it's available in Nigeria from Index Publishing. It's and. Yay. It's been translated to 24 <laughs> languages around the world. So it, it's wow. really been an amazing experience like, to realize this isn't just me and my friends. It's men around the world. <laughs> and and really, and, and, the, and the main message really is, you know, as much as we haven't heard, men haven't heard this, that woman really wants you to be a leader. She really wants to look up to you. She wants you to make decisions. You know, if she resents the decision you make or disagrees with you, she'll tell you. But it's okay to make a decision and, and take responsibility for the outcome. Take responsibility. Don't blame your wife. If you make a dis- you know, if she pushes you into making a decision and you, and, you, and you know it's wrong, but you do it anyway and it goes wrong just like you thought it would, don't blame her. 
you did it. No, no, people have no sympathy for a man who blames his wife for things that go wrong in the home. Mm-hmm. They'll say, you're the man. Mm-hmm. You, you shouldn't have let it go on. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay, that's totally amazing, totally. Thank you so much. Thank, okay, thank you. you. I, I, it's I great. It was it was so great having you here on the show, and I'd love for you to come back on the show some other time, you know, before the year wraps up, um, and we could talk some okay. more about men and women. <laughs> thank you so much, Elliot. Have a great okay, day. Thank, okay, thank you, Alex. Take care. Yeah, you too. Okay, okay guys. Well, this this is an interesting one uh, today on the Naked Talk. It was great to chat with my very special guest. Uh, live all the way from Toronto in Canada. And, uh, well, you know, he, like you said, you know, these are really timeless thoughts, and this none of this is new, millennial, nothing to do with, you know, we who are seeking for equality and all of that. And I, you know, um, totally got what um, Mr. Solution was trying to say um, from his earlier, um, his perspective. But I also also understand, again, because I'm a woman, and so um, even though I like to pull, even though I'm strong and I want to be equal to a man and I want to be treated equally and fairly, even though I want to be able to make my own decisions and not be bullied or be dragged, um, even though I'm ready to, you know, do what I need to do and spend my own money and make an effort to make him happy, I also want someone, there's something, there's a word he said, I also want someone that I can look up to, someone that I can respect. And again, when we look at it, you know, I've talked about this, I think I talked about this in my book, The Naked Truth, Lie Stripped. Um, Women, you know, um, you know, women, women want love, right? And men want respect. And for, you know, for you to earn respect, you really, really need to pull your leadership, you know, you have to pull your leadership trade. So, Let's be honest, men want respect and women want love, and we have to find a way to balance that. So um, if you want to earn respect, then you know that you're definitely going to have to carry yourself in a very respectable way so that, um, you know, women can totally appreciate um, you. So it's been such an amazing, amazing talk today on the Naked Talk. I can't wait for us to come back on Friday Radio Special. Yay! And, of course, um, my guests will be live all the way from Florida, uh, Mara Sweeney. It'll be nice to come back here with the Ambassador of Happiness, and we're going to be talking about finding, the art of finding happiness on Friday Radio Special. Same time. Same time. Um, Till we come back again, don't forget that expression is a sign of strength and not weakness. You need not apologize for what you're thinking or how you're feeling. Yes. Um, and so till we come back again same time, as always, I love you for listening. Ciao.
You're listening to The Naked Talk with Alex Okorochi.